In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. The longer the UAW strike goes, the more harm it could do to Michigan's economy, including the manufacturing sector in southwest Michigan. The Conexus Group keeps track of area industry, and they estimate 68% of local manufacturers are in some way connected to automotive. Caleb Culp, finance manager with Conexus, says the longer the auto workers strike, the bigger the potential impact. If we continue much longer, we're going to see downstream effects, and that could disproportionately affect us, the state, compared to the rest of the country. Conexus president and CEO Todd Gustafson says a 10 to 20 percent decline in sales for Barian, Cass, Van Buren motor vehicles and parts could result in more than 500 regional job losses. Conexus is working with local employers to help bridge any potential layoff gaps caused by the strike. They're also working with the state to make sure the information is front and center when lawmakers consider policy connected to the governor's Grow Michigan effort. Six candidates for St. Joseph City Commission in the November election will take part in a candidate forum next month. The event is being sponsored in part by WSJM and the Southwest Michigan Regional Chamber, and it will be aired on WSJM and live-streamed on the station's Facebook page and website. Southwest Michigan Regional Chamber President Arthur Havelcheck tells us the organization got a good response to its 2021 St. Joe's City Commission candidate forum. He says the public wants to know where the candidates stand on issues of local interest. We'll be asking a mix of commerce and community-related issues, and our goal, being a nonpartisan organization and this being a nonpartisan race, is really just to demonstrate who is ready and capable for the job. We approach it like a job interview. We ask questions like it's a job interview and really just want to inform the public on who's ready to walk in day one and effectively serve a key community in our region. Havelchik expects issues like economic development, parking, and short-term rentals will come up. The candidates taking part October 10 will be Brooke Thomas, Michael Fernandez, James Christopher Lannert, Sean Osborne, Tess Ulrey, and David Yardley. Three of them will be elected to the city commission. With Thomas being the only incumbent, Havelchik says this race has the potential to really shake up city government. The forum will be October 10, 6 to 7.30 p.m. at Shadowland Ballroom. It will be open to the public, but you must get tickets in advance to attend. We have a link to register and also a link to submit questions on our website. The American Heart Association is encouraging Michigan lawmakers to approve the legislation that would make free breakfast and lunch for pre-K through 12 students in public schools permanent. The Michigan legislature this year approved the free lunches, but a proposal, Senate Bill 500, would require that funding to be set aside permanently. American Heart Association West Michigan spokesperson Matt Johnson tells us that research shows kids are healthier when their meals meet federal nutrition standards. We find that there is an increased risk of cardiovascular disease among young people who face obesity. And we know that there's research that shows that students that eat meals in schools, those meals are healthier than the meals that are brought from home. The federal nutrition standards and guidelines require that the meals in school contain a fruit and a vegetable of healthy protein and milk. Johnson says during COVID, many children received free school lunches and it resulted in better health outcomes and better attendance. The cost of the free lunches for all students this year is $160 million. The American Heart Association says it's worth it. If the legislature makes the free lunches permanent, Michigan will become the ninth state to do so. A suspect who was involved in a chase with police that went from South Bend to Niles Township last week has died. The Berrien County Sheriff's Department says 45-year-old Daryl Jeffrey Goodwin of South Bend died Tuesday at Memorial Hospital in South Bend, less than a week after being tased. 
A patrol officer from the South Bend Police Department spotted and tried to stop the suspect driving a stolen vehicle last Thursday afternoon when the vehicle took off and headed into Michigan. The suspect, now identified as Goodwin, crashed the vehicle in Niles and tried to run, but was tased by officers. He was then taken to Memorial Hospital in South Bend for treatment and died on Tuesday. There could be a new way to protect students and staff at Michigan schools. State lawmakers are considering legislation that would require all schools to have panic alarms installed. Representative Brenda Carter of Pontiac says the alarms could be life-saving. The panic alarm system in each school can help, help save precious seconds and quite possibly save lives in an emergency situation, including an active shooting. The legislation does not specify a specific alarm system. All schools, public, private, and charter would be included. There's an effort to boost enrollment at universities across Michigan. Ten schools have come together to announce a new program that admits students with a 3.0 GPA or above. The Michigan Assured Admission Program aims to have 60% of workers earn a college degree or other post-secondary certification by 2030. Joe Vanier is Director of Admissions at U of M Flint, which is part of the program. I can't count the number of students who've told me over the years that they haven't applied to the college they really want to go to, or maybe even didn't apply to college at all because they assume they won't get in. In reality, most colleges admit most of the students who apply. Vanier says the program will ease stress for high school students. Participating universities are University of Michigan-Dearborn and Flint, Wayne State, Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan, Oakland, Grand Valley, Saginaw Valley, Ferris State, Lake Superior State, and Northern Michigan. The Southwestern Michigan College bass fishing team has helped to spruce up St. Joseph a little bit. Coach Bill Matthews tells us the team spent last Friday at Silver Beach and all along the mouth of the St. Joe River picking up trash. The effort was sponsored by Mule Fishing of Grand Rapids. We were able to, you know, help do an awesome thing, clean one of our local bodies of water that, you know, a lot of our our anglers fish in all the time. I I know myself, I fish there quite a bit. So we were able to, yeah, clean up St. Joe River and quite a bit of Silver Beach over there in St. Joe as well in conjunction with Mule Fishing. Matthew says the bass fishing team, which is now in its second year, wanted to do something to help the community while supporting local anglers. There was garbage all over the place. So we, we ended up filling probably a good 15 bags full of garbage, you know, filled up the back of a pickup truck. Just were able to really get the river looking quite a bit better than when we got there, for sure. The volunteers were spread out all along Silver Beach and on the Benton Harbor boat launch. They picked up trash from the beach, the dunes, and the rocks along the river. Matthew says they were proud to have done it, and they want to make it an annual event. The Van Buren County Sheriff's Department has added a new canine to its roster. WSJM's Andrew Green reports. The latest addition to the staff is K-9 Jet. Jet will be partnered with Deputy Devin Krogel. Jet's a 14-month-old German Shepherd and half-Belgian Malinois. Jet's been trained to help track suspects and sniff out drugs. The K-9 is named in honor of Deputy James Allen Lear, who died in December of 2021. The Sheriff's Department says Deputy Lear earned the nickname of Jet because when there was a task to be completed, he would jet out of the office to get it done. Sheriff Dan Abbott says he's proud to carry on Deputy Lear's work ethic and dedication to public service through K-9 Jet, who no doubt will make the community proud. Andrew Green, WSJM News. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.